Welcome to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode. And welcome to a Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. The only podcast where the geeks talk about a topic of the week. We have some drinks to keep the uh, the verbiage flowing, so yes. to say. Yes. And we also have some fun, play some games if we can. Throw out some fantasy casting, some wrecks of the week. Yeah, you know. With all that being said, folks, my name is Matt. I'm Adam. And we are two hosts this week, as we are most weeks. Um, But before we get into what we're talking about, what we're drinking this week, make sure you guys find us, follow us, subscribe to us, listen to us on all your major podcast platforms at Have a Drink Some Geeks. Link will be in the description below. Um, And then make sure you follow us on social media at Have a Drink or Geek Drink Pod. Geek Drink Pod. Yes. Yes. Um, All those major social media platforms actually posted a Twitter for us the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy crap. Just so uh, I, I could test to see if it actually was working. Oh, really? Yeah. And Twitter's okay. still there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's you know, nice. <laughs> find us on all those. Give us, a, give us a comment. Give us a, a rating. Let us know what you guys think of our episodes. And let us know what you want us to talk about every week. Um, we're talking about what we want to talk about. But, you know, for our fans out there... Um, Give us some ideas. Give us some recommendations. Something we can do a deep dive into and tell you if we agree with your yeah. recommendation or not. Or maybe you hate something and want to hear us um, flail in the wind as we watch something horrible and and, and torture us. With. Yeah, no, it, it can happen. <laughs> All right. Well, that being said, folks, it's time to talk about our drink of the week. Grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the drink of the week. Let Matt jump in with this one. I did. I did it for the last. Yeah. Episode. So kind of going off last week's episode, we did another one of those syrup, sort of uh, alcohol concoctions that your your significant other Caitlin came up with. Um, yes. This one is instead of Dr. Pepper, it's Sprite based, and it's got peach, raspberry, and watermelon syrups, um, and vodka. Yep. This is a lime vodka. So, um, with that being said, I'm gonna shake it up in my water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, brother. Cheers. Mm. I like that one better. You do? Yeah, I think the Sprite's a little, the lemon lime fits a little better. Yeah, and I think the lime vodka, yeah, or true. citrus vodka. I mean, I do like a good coconut rum, but yeah. usually in my pina colada. Mm-hmm. All right. With well, that being said, Adam, now we've got some. Uh, Wait, Matt, could you say you like pina coladas? <laughs> getting lost in the rain. Yeah. If you're not into no. health food. Oh God, no. Oh, Jimmy Buffett. Are you? That that wasn't Jimmy Buffett. No, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. That's cheeseburger in paradise. Say, come on. 
I was not going to go to Margaritaville. I want to go a little bit further, deeper cut. So, um, anyway. <laughs> With that being said, folks, now that we've wetted our whistle and we, we got some uh, liquid libations. There yes. we go. Liquid it, libations. Liquid libations. better. <laughs> and being lubricated. <laughs> I throw that in every episode yeah. somehow. Um, we're going to talk about our topic of the week. What are the geeks going to talk about this week? And this week's topic, Adam, another kind of off-the-rails subject, hopefully, and, and it kind of keeps us um, on these weird, fun side tangents we keep going on. <laughs> um, similar to last week where we talked about sequels and reboots and how long it takes for us to get one. Is it worth it? We're talking about video game movie and TV adaptations. Yes. I almost did video game adaptations into video games, which would be kind of... Um, like my fourth one, wall. redundant or yeah. <laughs> very conquerors bad for a day. Very much a oh look, there's a video game I can play in my video game. Kind of like uh, what was it? The Uncharted, last Uncharted game. Oh really? And you got to play at the very beginning and the very end. You got to play the first level of Crash Bandicoot again. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I so. know there's a there's a few games out there where you can. It's like they have like a old like arcade yeah. style game. I forgot what, what what game it was. But you gotta go play on the arcade and you play Qbert. Oh. I know in uh Far Cry you could do that as yeah. well. That that was a bad adaptation to film. But well, we won't get into Far Cry too much. No, no. Um so or that House being... of the Dead or any <laughs> any of those. Yeah. So with that being said, folks, you know, we're in this kind of geek universe where we are we get a lot of video game adaptations. Now they're being turned into movies. Yeah. Where it used to be the other way around, where you got a lot of movies turned into video games. True. And um, I think nowadays, this sort of geek gaming, whatever you want to call it, culture is expanding. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and making it so not only like are people wanting these adaptations more, you're starting to see adaptations come out that are actually kind of good decent yeah because yeah. it was uh it's been a long time god there's been so many bad ones we're gonna i mean we can list off bad ones for days more than we can list off good ones yeah so it's, um, uh, i think i think you know you talk we talked about it before you've got your your max pains yeah so uh well we can maybe just yeah briefly mention mm -hmm. max Payne, mark Wahlberg. Um, don't ever do that again. Bad mark. Bad. But it just uh, didn't didn't nail any of the moments the from the game. Because the Max Payne game was kind of... They played like a, a noir. Like a, it's a very detective noir kind of... Yeah, I mean, but even though it's feel. Like, you were doing a lot of investigation. Right, no. It's like it was more kind of the story. Yeah. Like felt like that and... It just didn't feel like that in the movie. Um, the Hitman, they had, what, two movies? Yeah. Um, they weren't that great. Different, <laughs> different Hitmen. Yeah. Um, each time, I mean, yeah, just, again, uh, didn't really... Didn't enjoy more. him. Yeah. You know, I mean, the remakes, the new Hitman games have been great, but, yeah, the movies, no. Yeah, well, and I felt like Hitman, like, the games were always very ambiguous with their timeline. Um, oh, yeah. No the new, like, new games are 
all prequels to the main story. Oh, there you go. I mean, it's uh, these just uh, tried to have some sort of like tried to make sense of the story, but I yeah, I no. think that's better. I just have fun more with Hitman. I have more fun just playing the missions. Yeah, and I think less. It's less about the story with Hitman. Oh yeah, it's more about. The, How many different ways can I solve this mission? You yes, know? and so I, I think trying to explain who Agent Forty Seven is is not necessarily the the correct route. No, um, let's see what else we have out there. We have some good ones. Was the uh, okay debatable good but decent? Was the um, Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies? They they were fine. I, I mean... The first one was good. Yeah. I didn't see the the newest one. I know that follows a little... It's trying it's to follow... It's a reboot of the game, which was a reboot. Yeah. Yeah, but I really liked that reboot of a game. It was... Uh, oh, and the movie was pretty good. Okay. It wasn't... I mean, it wasn't great, but it was, it was good. I mean, uh, it was faithful. It wasn't, like, yeah. um, as bad as the Assassin's Creed movie was. Oh, God. Bad Michael Fassbender. <laughs> bad. Bad Ubisoft. Yeah. And it's canon, too. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And, and it being a huge Assassin's Creed fan, it was just like, did you guys play the games before you made this movie? Because that would that would help. Yeah. But, and I, I think I'll bring this up in my hot takes later, but I think these very story-centric games cannot be made into a single movie. Correct. I, I, I agree. Um, either... Do them as like uh, I think either make them into a like a movie series, um, like a trilogy, or even like a, a TV series. Or go the Uncharted route, which was a good movie. Go the Uncharted route where it's not really based on any particular game, but it's based on the characters. Yes, and I I mean if we want to talk about Uncharted for a bit, like. Yeah, it, like you saw some moments in the movie that were reminiscent of the game. Yes. But, yeah, it was mostly based on the characters and kind of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoyed that um, aspect of it. And also, it just was a fun adventure film. Like, cool. It's like you can't, even if it wasn't Uncharted... It still would be fun, right? Oh, if yeah. you didn't have the entire title to it, yeah, it would have been. It still would have been enjoyable. Yeah, and we always like Tom Holland. I mean, he can't. And then, good Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will say this, and I guess it's another one of those. Uh, we'll talk about it in a hot takes later. Mark Wahlberg wasn't the best casting choice for Sully. Yeah, but it's I. So I get it's and, younger. Yeah, initially he was supposed to play. Nathan Drake. Yeah, um, but his Boston mission, I don't think he could have pulled it. No, but it's like, apparently they've just, this movie was just in production hell for so long, and I think they were wanting, like, Robert De Niro to play Sully. He would have been a good Sully, even for, I think, currently. Yeah, but they, it was just in production hell for so long, and then they just were like, Ooh. we need to rethink. <laughs> Early fantasy cast. Harrison Ford is silly. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be busy, though. He's going to be in the MCU now. Yeah, and now he's taking over for William Hurt. Yeah, poor, poor uh, William Hurt. Rest in peace. Yeah. But, 
Um, so um, let's talk about some other video game before we do any really good deep dives. Um, you know, we have uh, Silent Hill movies. Yes. So I've those been, are decent. Yeah, I I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one, but um, I know they some of the things kind of they changed some stuff. Yeah. Like you played as a guy, and this was more about a girl. Mm-hmm. And it, it and but I thought it was creepy. They nailed kind of the look of it. Oh yeah. Um, which is great. I mean, you gotta like. I think that's primarily what made the Silent Hill games, like, so creepy. Oh, yeah. And so, like, it, it stuck with you, is the look of the games. Oh, yeah. And, and the games and, had a very, very specific feel and and just aura to them. Yeah. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah. They they, they had a great look. Um, even the creature designs, like, because each of the creatures represents something. Um, so it was kind of cool to see that they, they weren't just pulling yeah. into like, oh, cause I'm, I'm a scary looking guy with a sword. It's like, oh no, he, Pyramid Head has like means something. Yeah, it has something to it. Um, so I, I liked the first one. I haven't seen the second one, but. The first one was definitely, I think you're fine not watching the second one. Eh. I really do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, other video game turned movies or TV shows, um. You've got the upcoming Mario movie. Yes, um, hopefully. We're not going to talk about the the 90s Mario movies. Well, we can briefly mention the, apparently, like, Bob Hoskins, again, rest in peace, uh, and John Leguizamo, where it was, they really had no idea, like, what they were doing with the source material. No. Um, I don't think anyone did. Nope. Um, and apparently they, they both were, like, insanely drunk the entire time on set. I think you have to be to watch it, too. Yeah, <clears throat> it's... I mean, I, from what I've heard, it was so badly received by Nintendo headquarters that they almost didn't still let this one that we're going to get this year come out. They were just like, we don't know if we ever want to have this happen. Yeah, well, I'm, I like, I want to stay optimistic. Um, I know everyone's saying how Chris Pratt sounds just like Chris Bro. Yeah. Um, in it. Um... I mean, from what I've seen of the trailers, I'm optimistic that I will be entertained. Charlie Day sounds funny as Luigi. Oh, yeah. Um, and but I mean, let's be honest. Can you sit through a whole movie with that Mario voice and having all this dialogue? Ooh. Yeah. No. I, uh, we're going to... We'll have to see. Now, here's the question. Are we going to get a video game adaptation of a movie that was a video game adaptation? <laughs> or, or a Lego adaptation of a, of a movie adaptation? Because... That's uh, like they did the whatever Lego movies uh, as video games. Yeah. Okay. So and, yeah. I mean, you know, you know who knows? <laughs> it's we're we're going down a rabbit hole now. I mean, let's be honest. If we we went down the rabbit hole when if someone decided, hey, you know, be a great movie, Battleship. Yeah, that was a weird... And that's not even a video game. That's a board yeah, game. Yeah, I mean... It's like someone say, Hey, Adam, you want to make a movie? We're going we're gonna to base it off the board game. Sorry. Mm. Well, they did a great job with Clue. Um, that's yeah, one that's, of my favorite... That's easy. I think that's fun to do because it's a murder <laughs> mystery. Yeah. Yeah. And it, they did it really well. Because um, it was funny as hell. We're going to make a movie based off of Mousetrap. Oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> they did one called, like, Mouse Hunt or something. Yeah. With, like... 
We're getting mm-hmm. we're getting way off on that subject. Yeah. Now we're at board game movies. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Battleship was uh, was different. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it was it was quite the um, quite the departure there. Thank you, Hasbro, for trying to milk a dead horse that didn't need to be milked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you know, we've we've had some good ones. You know, we talked about um, talked about Uncharted. We've talked a bit about about um, Laura Croft Tomb Raider movies. Um, here's one I think kind of flew under the radar, and it was it, some people like it, some people don't. I know you haven't watched it completely. Is um, the Halo adaptation on Paramount? Yeah, you like so. From what what I get from it is it's kind of. They're kind of taking a different approach to like what the Halo lore is. Yeah, they, um, it's a it's a different universe that they're doing it. Yeah, and so that's that's the part that bugs me about the show. Like it, the action's cool, the like other things are cool, but I just like as as a person who played all the video games, read books, like really got into halo as a as a series it's it's hard to kind of sit there and be like wait this isn't right yeah no no, understandable um i mean i think i liked it because it wasn't something i had i mean i'm not the xbox person here we've talked about items wrong in previous episodes um (laughs) but how um you know we watched i've watched it and going okay i don't have to know granted i do know a lot about halo because i've played all the games through other means. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, you don't have to go into it like my wife. She watched it and she likes it a lot because she didn't know all the other stories. Yeah. And, and where Halo really was going with the video games and how this is a different take on it. Mm-hmm. So I think I appreciate it for that sense. Okay. Well, I guess this kind of leads into um, uh, the, the white wolf in the room, The Witcher. So, I think they were good. Well... Are we getting a little too meta on ourselves because Witcher wasn't a show or film before we had a video game of it? Well, technically it was a book. Yeah. And then we had a video game. And then, and then we, we had, had the show. The show. So, and I, we're not talking about Blood Origin because I heard Blood Origin was not good. Oh, I I, I started it. I couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> as uh, much as I love uh, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh's fantastic. Um, but they kind of... This is where, like, again... They start changing things like lore wise about um, the character, the universe, the yeah. universe. Um, and uh, like the first, the first season kind of tried to follow the books or like the first book, like really. Yeah, and even then, from my recall, is the first season even didn't really follow the first book, but more of the backstory of the first book. Yeah, um, so it's kind of the way the story was told is kind of like you you have Geralt's story and there's backstory and things that happen that are like decades apart from series story, which series story is the one that's a little bit more linear. Yeah, but you keep bouncing back and forth. Um, that was a little hard in the first season. I will admit, I had to watch the first season twice to really yeah. grasp it. Yeah, it's that that was hard, but I know they've. They definitely changed a lot in the second season, and at the point we're very linear at that point. Yeah, they they had. I think they took the criticisms of the first season where people were like, "This is confusing," and they were like, "Oh, let's 
try and make this story more linear. Um, and, uh, but it's, uh, like, I really like the books. I like the games a lot. I like Henry Cavill as the Witcher, and there's been a lot of talk. Um, so I guess he announced that he is no longer going to be playing Geralt of Rivia. Because he, he was going to play Superman? We don't know quite. Well, <laughs> like, he was going to play Superman, and then the guns, gun came in and went, no, you're not. Yeah, kind of... <laughs> Poor Henry Cavill. He, yeah, I mean he's he's gonna do fine. I know that. Oh yeah. Um, and well, I can get into this. I guess uh, I'm not really into the Warhammer series, but I guess uh, he's gonna he's trying to get a Warhammer series going on Amazon. But which is something he's passionate about, so I think it could be good oh, yeah, because yeah. it's it's a passion project, and we talked about that last week. Yeah. On sequels and reboots, sometimes it has to be a passion project for it to be good. Yeah. Well, and uh, I think that. The rumor about the whole thing with The Witcher is because it was a passion project for for Henry Cavill, once the show started diverting from the source material, that's when things that's when yeah. he was like, I don't like this. And he was very insistent on having things be accurate and um which I appreciate. Like you, you think like a lot of people, like especially with the video game adaptations, um, don't give a crap about no, no, the source material. They just want to make a movie or cash grab, cash grab, bring it, bringing it back. But it's it's definitely I appreciated the fact that he was trying to stay faithful to the. Um, to the source material of books, of kind of the lore. Um, and it's like, I'm not trying to, like, bash on Liam Hemsworth. No, I mean, he may end up doing a decent job. Yeah, but it's just kind of... It's hard when you see a character almost as, like, a person. It's like, whoever's going to take over as the next Wolverine is kind of hard to be like, oh, oh. This doesn't look right. Kind of like, and me and Justin talked about it, or JV, I should say, talked about it last week a little bit. Who's going to be the new protagonist in Pokemon now that they got rid of Ash and Pikachu? Yeah, that's true. Like, everyone grew up with that, and now they're going to be like, oh, we need this new person or, or dual protagonist. Yeah. It's it's hard when you have those recastings or just new characters yeah. take over series. Um, so, you know, with that, with us kind of carving out some of these video games that turn into movies. Let's do some hot takes on these, Adam. Okay. Hot takes. What are they going to say this week? I mean, you know, it's, I guess, kind of, I'll talk about The Witcher because it's kind of my, my thing, but yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sad to see him go. And it's, it, it like I, we kind of touched upon it, it's hard to watch a new person take over the character. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also hard to, I understand the showrunners were trying to create their own sort of narrative yeah. within, they within that. They don't want to be stuck 
entirely with yeah, this book. We have to follow it to the T. Because it's hard because, I mean, if you've read the book, played the games, and I know we talked about this um, with some of the other um, uh, game adaptations that are coming up, it's like I almost don't want them to follow it to the T because it's like I've already played this. I've yeah. already done this. I've already experienced this before but there's also a point where it's like you have to be kind of honorable to the source material and i mean like poor poor eskel they did him dirty <laughs> in season two of the witcher but it's kind of it's hard because it's like I, yeah i i've had i have an idea for how i would do um there's a rumor that uh, they're trying to make a Mass Effect um, show. And I was like, hey, don't make it about Commander Shepard. Like, you could have all this stuff that is hap- like yeah. happening bigger, but set it... You don't have to follow him through the whole series. Him, or her, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's, it's one of those things I would much rather see new characters... It can be set in the same universe. Something like some time stuff can like you can almost have certain events happen. Like, yeah, like Sovereign, Reapers, all that. But have it be about other characters mm-hmm. and sort of this stuff is happening in the background. Yeah, or you, I, and you can cross paths with Shepard here and there. Exactly, but you don't have to be well, like, cross seeing path. it through his eyes the entire the entire exactly because I mean ultimately. For me, it's like, okay, my Commander Shepard is different from your Commander Shepard. Different from... Everyone else. Everyone's, like, you you could be man, woman, gay, straight. Hideous, beautiful, you know. Yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. And, and like, make choices that dictate how you play the game and how Mm -hmm. history kind of... The story kind of plays out, almost. And it's sort of... It's hard to, I think, without, like, because most of the time, like, people want to copy and, like, cut oh, yeah. and paste. And so I, I appreciate things like Uncharted. And at times, I appreciate stuff with The Witcher. But also, it's it's kind of like, where do you hold your kind of... Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? Yeah. Where do you hold to the source material so much? Um, so that's been kind of my... I guess that's my hot take. And yeah. I could, I could uh, go through uh, my idea for a Mass Effect TV series on a on a other episode. <laughs> um, Michael Bay column. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, no, not Michael Bay. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> I was thinking like more like... Uh, did you ever watch the show uh, Altered Carbon? I did not. I watched the first part of the first season. I wasn't. I didn't get into it too much. So my wife really liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So I was thinking, like, oh, those that would be kind of <laughs> the good showrunners for this. But yeah. uh, anyway, um, but what's your? Uh, let me hear some hot takes from. So you. my hot take is, I don't think when you're making a video game into a film, it doesn't need to be true to the source material in terms of I need a rehash of this game and video into into a film or TV adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for the most part. Um, and I think we, and I talked about this a little bit earlier in the episode. I think part of that reason is because I don't need to have this 200 hour game I've invested in the story into picking nets in the three hours. Correct. It, it, it doesn't work. Assassin's Creed was a perfect example of I'm going to cram in all this lore and all the story to an audience for, and you know, we're going to market it to people who may have never seen Assassin's Creed or played an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Um, and we're going to market it into them, and they're going to have to learn the lore, learn the backstory, learn all these things about the universe, and have have a whole story put into it. Makes sense in two hours. Yeah. It, it I, to me it doesn't work. Um, and that's where like I think you said Assassin or not Assassin's Creed Uncharted did that well. Yes. We get some lore, we get some backstory. If you never played the games, you learn a little about the characters. But we have a fun story that if I never played an Uncharted game before, I would enjoy it. Yeah. And if it didn't have the Uncharted title to it, as someone just played all the games, I would enjoy it. Yeah, it would just be a um, fun adventure. <laughs> and with that being said, there are certain franchises I don't want them to touch. And I talked about it briefly when we did Metal Gear Solid. I want to see it as a show. I want to see it not as a movie. And I want to see it done well. I don't want to oh. see... Metal Gear Solid would be hard, though. You can't do it. You cannot do it. You cannot do a movie. I think with Metal Gear Solid, you can't. The stories are so complex and they're so narrative driven that if yeah. you had it condensed into a two-hour movie, you'd be confused and you, it would not go well. Yeah, it wouldn't make. It any has sense. to be like it has to be like The Last of Us, which that's the reason why I'm recording this now is because Last of Us is coming out now. Yes. Um, and it looks we're, like we're it will really be excited a for faithful it. adaptation of the. Of the game, but they're doing it as a series, and I think that's when you can get away with it, with these complex stories. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be, I mean, I guess that, that'd probably be our, <laughs> both of our geek rectum of the week is is The Last of Us. Just, it looks like it's just going to be so character-driven and, um, like, very faithful to the source material. Yeah. Also, Pedro Pascal is excellent in everything. This is the way. This is the way. Um, so he, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm super psyched to see it. I um, think, and that's why I think we're, we, where you can do it right. Yeah. Um, there's some franchises where you can just make movie after movie and I don't think it's going to be good or bad. It's just kind of there. And that Resident Evil is one of those series where it's just like zombies. Okay. Yeah. And that, that was another one where, uh, things started to diverge from the source material, yes. um, in, Kind of a silly sense <laughs> in most cases. Yeah. Um, a little absurd. Yeah. I mean, I liked, I, I will still stand by and say I liked the first Resident Evil film. Was yeah fun. It was. was. And then after that, it kind of went off the rails. Oh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> like most cash grabs. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, that was all it became is cash grab. Yeah. Like, people were like, this is, I know the name Resident Evil. I know the Tomb Raider yeah. name. It's and that's why we're gonna go see it or something like that. And I, I think that that's always been that's kind of the hard part. Yeah. Ooh. I forgot we we never mentioned this one. Bad adaptations of video games made into movies. Mortal Kombat by anything. Did you see the newest one? Yeah, it was not great. <laughs> it it was okay. Like and again I, I will say <laughs> Okay, it the, it was fun. The first Mortal Kombat movie I really liked, and that that came out when I was much we were, younger. Yeah, we were. Um, I want to say it was like ninety six, ninety seven. Like, Paul 
W.S. Anderson or Paul Anderson. Um, but it's, uh, it was, uh, it was just fun. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the biggest thing. And, 95. Um, 95. Oh gosh. Um, but Paul Anderson, you're right. Yeah. So, and he, he did, uh, he's the one that does all the Resident Evil stuff now. Yeah. Um, but the one thing, there was a, a short, like, a short series or like shorts of Mortal Kombat that looked like it felt like Mortal Kombat. It felt great. And, but yeah, this, this newest one kind of yeah, didn't really go. No, no, and, and that's one of those franchises. I don't think you can really easily do that because it's a fighting game, arcade game kind of yeah. concept. Not very story driven. Which true. I mean, you could have gone either way with it because I mean, you know, now that you don't really have a story you need to tell, you could gone a hundred different ways with it. Yeah, and I you mean, gone the battleship route where the kids are playing the game and they get sucked into it. Like Jumanji, probably <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, the thing, I, oh, I actually, um, so they kind of do sequel bait at the end of uh, Mortal Kombat, the newest one, um, about like Johnny Cage, and I thought it'd be funny to have it instead of it being like the Ryan Reynolds like chiseled yeah almost have it be like fat thor <laughs> like that would be good like he's kind of washed up and um and they kind of are bringing him in uh, and they think because he's like oh he's going to be perfect for this and then he's just like eh, i'm kind of overweight i can't yeah. really do this like he does his little splits thing with the groin punch and he's just like oh my badge <laughs> or something silly. I think that would be a, a funnier thing. Like he, he can still be that like arrogant movie star, but yeah. Um, but he's definitely like not the movie star he once was. So I think the, like the dad bod Thor or whatever, I forget what they called him, like bro Thor or whatever. Yeah. Bro Thor. Yeah. Um, would be funny. Because he's supposed to be, like, based on the Big Lebowski. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be kind of, like, funny to just have him be like, oh, I'm slightly washed up and overweight and I'm, I can't get a movie deal anymore or whatever. <laughs> have him appear like um, uh, Ben Stiller did at the end of uh, Dodgeball. Sort of. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wouldn't say, like, that extreme, <laughs> but, like, kind of, just, like, kind of like a washed up actor. Yeah. Like... He's he's definitely not the Ryan Reynolds, Tom Cruise like, um yeah, Chris Pratt pre Chris Pratt, yeah that'd probably be good but please not Chris Pratt please don't cast Chris Pratt <laughs> but like, I I I like him to all the CEOs of all the film franchises and studios please please don't cast Chris Pratt. Well, that's- I'm saying don't cast him in things. I'm just like, enough. Give us a break. Give us a break. Give us a, enough break from, from Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> that, I guess, is a take. We need, to, we need a Pratt break. <laughs> we need a Pratt break. I mean, he's he, he is talented. He's funny, but he's it's just... Let him go back to the movies where... Did you ever see the five-year engagement with him and Jason Segal and... Um, is it Jason Seagal or Siegel? I don't know. Jason, how do you say your name? 
let uh, comment and let yeah. us know. Are you related to Steven? So that would make you a lot cooler. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, I do love the Under Siege movies. But... <laughs> um, you know, it, I mean, that was a fun one because he was a sidekick kind of fat, goofy character. Yeah. Um, kind of like the Jonah Hills when he was with Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, I'd be, I'd be okay with, like, I just, like I said, I just want, I'd like to see something where it's a, uh, a little different. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Maybe have Jonah Hill play Johnny Cage. Oh, God, no. What? <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, um, with that being said, Adam, you know, I think another hot take I have on, on video games being turned into movies is that I think sometimes these franchises take themselves a little too seriously. I think sometimes you have to have a little bit more of a, not so much a openly making fun of yourself or, or, doing a um, lighthearted part of it, but there can be room where you have some fun with it. I mean, case in point, I talked about a little bit beforehand, Red versus Blue. Okay. Where you have, it's, it takes, it's, it's okay, it's not really a movie about Halo, but it takes place in the same universe as the characters. It's, a, mm. it's obviously that Machina style of making that, that Rooster Mich- Teeth did Mich-Cinema. with Machinima, whatever you call it, okay. yeah. Um, where it's just kind of fun. Like, okay, this is a adaptation of my favorite yeah. video game, but we're going to have fun with it mm-hmm. and just kind of be over the top. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think franchises need to be willing to do that. And maybe that's where we'll see Mario go. Yeah, I hope the new one turns out like it's... It, I mean, from the trailer, it looks like it's trying to be a little bit more lighthearted. Um, so I'm okay with that. I just want it to <laughs> just be good. Please, please be good. That, that's yeah. And I mean, we touched upon this last week is just as long as it's made with care and like passion I'm I'm okay. okay. I just don't want it to be a thing where it's like these cash grabs like the Max Payne the Hitman like the, those I don't want those I want something better. Okay. Can I, I agree. I can see that. Yeah, um, I guess that might be my so, as we wrap up this episode, Adam, I want to ask you two questions here. Yes. We're going to play a little, we're going to play around with fantasy casting. Okay. Fantasy casting. Who will play what character in the Geek's Ultimate Recast? So, give me your video game adaptation you want to see into a film. And give me the top three cast members okay. for that film. Well, um... Starting off, I guess I I could say Mass Effect, but like I said, this is going to be a it would be a whole other episode of me talking about how I would make the show <laughs> um, okay. if I were involved in any way, shape, or form. Um, I would think. Oh gosh, I mean, I I guess let's let's use Mass Effect for okay, for an example. I would say. So there's a character in Mass Effect called the Elusive Man, uh, played by Martin Sheen. Um, did a great job, but he is obviously a lot older now. Yeah. Probably not going to be able to play that character. Um, I was thinking maybe Idris Elba could be kind of good in that okay. role. Like as a, like he has, he is an 
Like he will be an older gentleman because of that's his character's backstory. But I think he has like the, he definitely has the acting chops to play that character. Um, so I guess that's kind of the okay. one I can think of without kind of divulging too much of what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so what about you? You know, I would love to see, I think for me, I would like to see a, um, an Assassin's Creed game or movie. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, make it a series. Let's make it a series. Um, where we can have some lore, some backstory, some 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 meat to it versus mm-hmm. any of this other stuff we've seen, um, you know. And I think good casting for for the for the role. I think um, actually, I would think Henry Cavill would be a good person in that role, both in the modern day part of the game and then playing an ancestor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a good casting choice. I think we go back to the original game and you bring in, um, oh, what's her name? She was in The Good Place. She's married to Dax Shepard. Um, oh, Christian Bell. Like, Christian Bell, yeah. She, wasn't she the voice of that character? She, no, well, she was, yeah, she was. And yeah. so I think she was actually pretty good. And I, I, would, I would recast her in a yeah. live action. She's still, I think, within the good age range. Mm-hmm. Um, and the father, I, would recast, I wouldn't recast, um, who, played, who played Desmond's father in, in the games. I would bring back John DeLance as the father. Now, um, one of the... uh, I just thought of this one. They announced that they're going to be doing a God of War uh, TV series. On Amazon. Was it Amazon or was it Hulu? I can't remember, but uh, there's only one person to play Kratos, and it is (laughs) Christopher Judge. Wait, you didn't say Henry Cavill? No! Have it be Christopher Judge. <laughs> He's perfect. <laughs> and also Dave Batista for the Gears of War. Amazon. Yeah. Okay. So it's come to Amazon. Yeah. But Dave Batista, I guess, for for the Gears of War as Marcus Phoenix. And uh, definitely uh, Christopher Judge for God of War. So. You know who would be interesting casting for a fun um, video game adaptation of a movie? Hmm. It doesn't have to be... Grand Theft Auto, like, based on one of the games. Mm-hmm. But if you had a Grand Theft Auto game, then they could put Mark Wahlberg in it. Yeah. Like, if you did, like, Grand Theft Auto, what the... Whatever. Three. Yeah. Whatever the one where... He doesn't talk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you could you could have him talk, but it's yeah. just sort of like... I don't know. It, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I think because we've seen enough of... Mark Wahlberg play those gangster mafia kind of characters. It would be a decent fit. Yeah, true. All right. Well, so I think that wraps up our our kind of conversation on films that have become that were based on video games, mm-hmm. um, which is like I said, a huge departure from where we were growing up when it was all video games based on films. Like you know, you had yeah, you the always... Spider Man games, you had the Star Wars games. Yeah. Oh, you know, this would be a great movie from a video game. Lego Star Wars, where you have Luke played by Mark Hamill. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, where are we going with this? <laughs> what are we doing? Actually, I'll, 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 I'll go back one more step. I would love to see a video game, a film adaptation of the Arkham series Batman games. Ooh, that could be kind of exciting, actually. If it, would you, be, it would be a good trilogy. If you get a good Batman, Batman you have to have a good Joker. 
Yeah, because you had the perfect Batman. You had Kevin Conroy and you had Mark Hamill. Yeah, this perfect Batman, perfect Joker. So you can't, it's just hard to kind of, but I I did like the kind of, the more kind of darker thing yeah. or the darker to- like tone and like you were able to have still like the villains like yeah. yeah but you still could have villains like Clayface you could have villains like Killer Croc you could have the, Man. like the sillier villains yeah. in that universe it would be so. the biggest fan service as he's walking down the corridors of Arkham and still have all these relegated B and C villains in their cells just he could have cameos galore of just yeah. famous actors playing these one-part villains that we never see again. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, they kind of did that in the new Suicide Squad. Like, I think uh, James Gunn's brother yeah. played uh, Calendar Man <laughs> for yeah. for a second. <laughs> weasel. Yeah. And, and he did Weasel. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite character. In God, the, that was in the, the best part. I mean, that was, I mean, <laughs> the whole movie is great, but that was just awesome that he popped up at the end of the movie like, he's alive. <laughs> yeah, I was off in the forest. Did anyone check to see if the weasel could swim? <laughs> Just like, ugh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, like, <laughs> tangent, but that could be, yeah, I mean, I could see... I, I, you, like you gotta that. find a good Batman. Um, yeah, that's. I just, I don't think, I mean, I did like the new Batman movie. I don't think he's gritty enough in terms of. I, I just don't think, yeah, Pattinson he is. He could play that kind of Batman. Yeah, he couldn't. Maybe a younger Ben Affleck. Probably. It, it would have been a good role for that. Yeah. Um, Just don't do Jared Leto as a Joker. Yeah. For that one. He did, uh, Jared Leto did better in the, uh, the. Extended, the. The, the, the Zack Snyder, Snyder cut. cut of the Justice yeah. League. But it definitely, I, you need, you I think need at that perfect point, casting for it. At that point, God, if you could remake it as an animated, like, DC animated universe movie with before Kevin Conroy passed and bring Mark Hamill that'd be the way to go yeah. and I think Mark Hamill said that he's he's, he's done he's done because I mean especially if he's if Kevin's gone yeah kinda, he he just doesn't want to do it anymore no no label I mean uh, no I mean you were <laughs> they were perfect they were the best duo <laughs> yep alright I, I love them to death and so R.I.P. Kevin Conroy we we miss you greatly yep well, so I think that wraps up our episode here. But before we leave, we're going to have to do our Geek Wreck of the Week. It's time for the Geek Wreck of the Week. What are the geeks going to recommend? Um, Adam, you kind of said your Geek Wreck of the Week was going to be Last of Us. Yes, it looks really awesome. Um, it's from uh, the people that did uh, the miniseries Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Um, on that was a great show, well, too. And that was... That's another wreck. There you go. But um, I'm... Really excited, so that that I I think my record of the week. I mean, obviously, Last of Us is coming out this week. I'm excited for it. Also coming out, I think either this week or next week. That '90s show. I saw that it's coming to what Hulu, Netflix, Netflix. Okay, original cast is back for one episode each, and we still get Kitty and Red every episode. Okay, I mean Tommy Chong is back. Oh, there you go. The only person who's not going back is uh, whoever played Hyde because he's, he's a bad, bad man. Yeah, he's he's arrest, he's in a bunch of legal trouble. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I mean, I'm actually looking forward to it. I was very hesitant when they announced it, but seeing the trailer, I, I'm kind of feeling a little nostalgia for it. I guess that could have been something we brought up last week of yeah. 
Time passing, and is it a sequel or a soft reboot? <laughs> I think we'll have to wait to see on that one. Yes, we'll have to wait to wait and see. All right. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. But before you go, make sure you give us a like, leave a comment on all of our social media platforms at Geek Drink Pod, and make sure you tell a friend. Tell a friend who likes video games. Tell a friend who likes movies. Yep. Tell a friend who likes video game movies. Send a carrier pigeon. <laughs> Send them by Raven. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of something else from last week instead of from last week. Yeah. yeah. Carrier pigeon, um, smoke signals. <laughs> I would go really mad and go Harry Potter, send an owl. Yeah, send, send an owl. We'll have to, maybe Harry Potter might be a. God, you know, oh, that, that my would... wife will be sitting here next to us telling us, because she read all the books. I've never, so, quick backstory on Harry Potter before you end the episode. I never watched Harry Potter or read the books as a teenager or as a young, as a young adult. Um, the first experience I had with Harry Potter was the first movie, and I fell asleep in theaters. And then I watched the last movie in Mexico ah. on vacation. And I went, what the? What's going on? And my wife said, when we get home, we're going to watch this. And I watched them, and I actually enjoyed them, except for the first movie still. Um, so, I, I mean, I've never read the books. Um, so whenever I'm watching the movie and I get confused, I go to my book source, Megan, and go... Why is Harry's girlfriend Chinese? You know, well, this will yeah. this will have to be a whole other episode at, at this point. Yep. So. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, like I said, follow us, subscribe, like, listen, Geek Drink Pod, social media. Let us know what you guys want to talk want us to talk about. Let us know your favorite video game turned into a film. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, but that does it for this week, folks. We hope you guys have a great week. Have a great Geek Week. Yes. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye. <laughs>